Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. This is your first time. I am Will Tarashuk. I am one of the four hosts of this show, going back and forth between myself, Jared Laverne, Luke Morey, and Nash Morris. So, gentlemen, you got stuck with me today. I don't know if I should say I'm sorry or congratulations, but this is going to be very exciting. I am talking to uh, the You Dad Me at Hello podcast. They do our tournament bracket episodes of various topics like wrestling, film, TV. TV and music. So wrestling was really wanted me to talk to you guys and made sure I booked you guys personally. Because anyone who knows me, I'd have done a wrestling podcast, Kings of Wings podcast for five years. But gentlemen, welcome to the show. I'm very glad to have you here. Thanks for having oh, thank us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been awesome. So tell me about your podcast. That's like that's like the easiest first question I could possibly ask. You dad me at hello. <laughs> it sounds so easy. I can't believe that name wasn't taken. We had so many other names with dad in it, and we were like, this is golden. We got it. This is fantastic. And then RJ's like, no, it's taken. Like five other people have the same thing. Um, so this was literally just thrown at the wall, and we're like, yeah, at that point, we're just, let's just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took it took a good month to actually get something. I think our first name that we were really sad that we couldn't have was the uh, – dad podcast instead of the dad podcast and uh everybody had dad pods um so we ended up uh we ended up finding you dad me at hello instead of you had me at hello it's it's very it's very dad jokes you guys after meeting you for five minutes it sounds like you guys are very keen on your dad jokes rj is a master at dad jokes love it yes long before becoming one yeah. So what's what's your guys' background? Like, how did you actually get into starting a podcast? Like, do you do you work in media? Do you work in like accounting? Is it kind of like how how did you find your way to what you do professionally to a podcast? Uh, I'll, I'll start. I guess the quarantine uh, forced us all to have to hang out in weird ways. So we did game nights uh, online. We started finding different video conferencing sites that would host. Uh, you know, game nights appropriately with we used to play Jackbox games and a couple of other mm -hmm. games. And uh, we just tried to find a bunch of different avenues to hang out with our friends. Um, Andy and I were hanging out once a week um, throughout the whole uh, quarantine since March. And we were just watching YouTube videos and watching wrestling. And over like five months, we were like, we should probably do something productive uh, during <laughs> during the week. So instead of watching random YouTube videos, we decided to make uh, our own and do a podcast slash uh, video on YouTube as well. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we have, we have no experience with podcasting. Uh, you probably get through the first couple episodes and, and find that out pretty quickly. But uh, <laughs> I mean, me and RJ, we've been friends for 30 years. We've known each other since we were kids. So it was a very natural thing. Um, you know, I think, I think I had mentioned it first, uh, probably well before COVID. I was like, hey, we should just, let's just do it. You know, it's something that I think we both kind of had in the back of our minds because we're probably very opinionated on, on certain aspects of pop culture and wrestling. Um, so yeah, quarantine definitely forced us into it. And uh, we already, we were already making music at that point too together. And it's something that we started out um, on the side as well. So um, let's just make it one big, uh, one big thing, podcasting, music, just get our names out there. Love it. I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to Sideberg on wrestling. Uh, sideberg, excuse me. Sideberg is something like we do on my own wrestling show. So instead of saying Sidebar, I, I remember just talking about Goldberg. I ended up saying Sideberg on accident. And it's just kind of gone into my everyday life. So Sidebar, I'm sure we're going to Sidebar on to wrestling. Sideberg. So Sideberg. Oh, um, I'm not going to try and deviate to wrestling too much. That's very too easy. That's what this podcast is about. But it's kind of is at the same time. So RJ, favorite wrestler of all time? Shawn Michaels. Shawn yeah, Michaels. Yeah. 
Oh, see, me and RJ have very different opinions. I yeah, mine's right and yours is wrong. If yeah. we're talking, if we're talking in the U.S., Taz was my favorite, but ah, man, either probably Kabashi I, I, in Japan. I just felt like his matches were just so well put together. He always had, you know, the five star classics, as you would say. Yeah. So, did you guys watch in the Attitude Era, like growing up? Because I, I was born in nineteen ninety five. I didn't start wrestling until watch wrestling until two thousand eight. Actually, I even started late. I missed the whole childhood wow. era. But I've been going back watching uh, all of. I watched all of ninety six, ninety seven twice, just for different reasons. Um, and you know, peak nineteen ninety six, ninety seven was Taz and ECW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so I grew up uh, eighty four. So I would have started watching wrestling in 96. So my favorite era is 96, 97, 98, maybe 99, 2000. I then stopped watching wrestling from 02 all the way to 12 mm. um, and started watching again in 12. So, so was it the pipe bomb um, that brought you back? <laughs> it was actually a random Monday Night Raw that um, happened to be on on cable. Uh, for I, I happened to have cable. And I was like, I'll just watch it once. I won't, you know, I'm not watching it anymore. I watched mm-hmm. it and never went back. So now I'm, or always have gone back since. So I've been watching it since 12. Yeah, my mine is a little different. I was brought up into wrestling in the, you know, mid to late 80s. My uncle was a huge fan. Um, so I watched a lot of that, uh, you know, up until the early 90s. And then as I got a little older, I fade away. So I kind of missed the beginning of the attitude era. Um, and I jumped back in probably 99, 2000 um, with the whole like Stephanie McMahon test triple H yep. storyline. I thought that was really interesting. Um, and that's when I started getting into independent wrestling. I started mm. catching guys like low key AJ styles, mm. the amazing red. And I was like, Oh man, this is awesome. Like I've missed out on all this athleticism. Um, so that's what drew me back in. Um, that's actually RJ and I started backyard wrestling around the same time too. So, love it. Um, well, I yeah. hope I hope you guys do do more wrestling content because those few episodes you actually did, I really enjoyed. And I'm gonna actually look forward to more of it. But take me back to like, so you guys had this idea to start a podcast after during the COVID pandemic, and out of just kind of boredom and necessity. So, how did you like having no experience in like production industry, podcast industry, and entertainment industry? How did you actually start how did you do the research to actually start so for me i actually have been in music for um uh, about 20 years or so i was in a band for a while um so i I knew a little bit about the uh you know music making side i i have you know i've used garage band i've used iMovie um you know the podcasting mics are, are very similar to the mics that i was using for music um and actually the mic i'm using now is is what i've used to record guitar and vocals in the past so um, the electronic side of things and getting things ready was pretty easy. Um, it, it was really more about the formatting of the show that we've never done before. We didn't know how to approach that, whether we were going to write it all out or whether we were just going to sit and chat and see what happened or yeah. kind of have a bullet point thing. So I think you'll, you've noticed probably over some of the episodes we've, we've, I think matured in the seven episodes that we've released, we've done four more um, that we haven't released yet. Um, I, I feel like they're getting better each time because we're starting to realize what, what works for us and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. RJ's the, the magic behind the scenes. He does all the editing and um, make sure to cut out all the, the swear words and the things that we don't want to uh, <laughs> have, have uh, going out there. So um i let him do all the stuff and we just kind of brainstorm ideas we have like a whole excel sheet full of ideas for episodes probably 
uh, what would you say about 40 more episodes so we got plenty yeah. of content um you know and we just do our research beforehand make sure we know what the heck we're talking about um to make it somewhat interesting so love it rj what's your what's your uh record editing software uh so actually right now what we're doing is we've we've transitioned so originally we were using uh skype to actually uh do the recording of video and audio mm -hmm. and then i was moving that into uh imovie to edit the video portion for youtube and then editing out the audio for uh what we use anchor uh to yeah, get yeah. it out to spotify and such um so i was using imovie now uh we're using Streamyard as of the last episode we've done to do the video and audio processing and i found that to be uh really really well um, and so then I'm also moving that in, again into iMovie, uh, sometimes GarageBand, um, to edit out different parts of it and edit out the, the the blank spaces and stuff. Yeah, is always at least for me. I always have like this ideal situation for how I want to eventually do podcasts. Because like right now we're on a Google Hangout. I'm recording everything on one track, um, which is which is great because it's easy. But like the editing in itself can be a little bit difficult right because like if we're talking over each other or something happens like i hear a sound in the background right now it's very hard to cut that out um so ideally i would like to have it where like we're on a call right now and i can record on a multi-track and i need mm -hmm. a specific type of mixer for that um like would you guys like have those kind of aspirations or are you just really happy with doing it how you're doing it um i i think so uh him and I, we're doing this for fun at yeah. the end of the day. I don't think it's a business for us. I don't think it's anything that we're trying to make money off of. So at the same time, uh, we're trying not to spend a ton of money either. Um, so, you know, I, there are a bunch that I've run into that have multi-track recording, which would be amazing. Um, but I think with multi-track recording for me and my personality type, I would end up spending far too much time editing and playing with it. Um, which is time that I probably don't have. Um, so having it on one track for me has been, uh, I do enough editing with the video side of things, never mind the audio side. So, mm. but I do agree being able to like cut out, we had a guest on just recently who kept talking over us or we would talk over him or there'd be a background just like you heard a little bit ago. And I wish I could cut that out, but um, I'm willing to sacrifice that for the little time I have. Yeah, it is what it is. And, you know, I mentioned time that like you guys are both fathers. So I am I am not a father, but I am also running short on time. So I can't even imagine how you do it with children. What do what do your kids think about you being podcasters? Like, do they some they might be too young, but do they know what podcasting is? Do they listen to your show? I mean, my daughter doesn't know what podcasting is, but she she knows. Uh, you know, I'll put it up on YouTube, or maybe I'm playing it. You know, RJ sends me a revision to look at. And she thinks it's hilarious. She just likes to listen to, you know, daddy and RJ talk. Um, I think she likes him more than me, you know, sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, she just likes to hear our voices and, and see our faces. So she enjoys it. Uh, my wife, on the other hand, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, look look, look, look she, around first. Look what, around first. Whatever <laughs> keeps me busy, is, is, you know, she's fine with it. Yeah. Uh, we did get his wife on the last podcast. Yes, as a guest. now we she did loves a, it. We did a top Christmas movies, so she was all for that. Um, but uh, yeah, I have two, two, I have three kids. Two of them are eight, the two girls, and so they understand it more than my my six year old doesn't care. But my two eight year olds, one of them, literally, uh, she's like, "Hey, what are you going to name your podcast?" And I was like, "Oh, you dad me at hello." She goes, "You should name it a boring conversation with you and whoever else you're talking to." <laughs> And I was like, well, thank you. Thanks. And uh, my other daughter, she actually uh, has a, her own Spotify and she has uh, liked our 
our Spotify page and, and listens to all of it on her own in her headphones and stuff. So oh, I find right. that funny because she knows nothing of what we're talking about. Um, she watches a little bit of wrestling because of me. Right. Um, but but she just she loves it. She uh, the top 90s TV show has been her favorite, even though she watches none of them outside of maybe Boy Meets World. Mm. Um, so um, it's it's funny their reactions sometimes. So how does how does that feel like having having your own daughter just loving the stuff you make? Because me personally, when I have kids, I am gonna make them have their own podcast at the age of like seven. <laughs> if <laughs> if they can't, I mean, if they're even capable, I can't imagine what they're actually gonna say. But like, would you, would you think your would you think your daughter would ever consider making her own? And like, would you would that be something you guys would like to do together? My son Liam wants to do a YouTube video. He wants to be a YouTube star mm. um, talking about Minecraft. So that's what he wants to do. Um, my eight-year-old um, Riley wants to be on our You Dad Me at Hello. Um, personally, uh, w when we do an audio-only show, I'll probably have her on. I'm not super interested in having her all over YouTube for our, uh, you know, 38 listeners to, to see. But um, <laughs> for, for the, for the audio-only, we'll probably have her on for some sort of young uh you know kids movie thing or something love it yeah yeah i think my daughter is the same as far as like she wants to be on youtube she wants to make uh the princess videos and dress up because that's what she loves doing all day so mm. not much of a talker though. so are there are there ever times where like your family like your family responsibilities right i don't want uh, the term get in the way is not the right term but it's the only thing i'm coming up with is it difficult to schedule a podcast that you guys are clearly passionate about around your family, which is obviously more important. So you guys record later, like right now we're recording this at 9 p.m. because you guys have family. That's totally fine. Um, is it difficult to kind of balance you record in bulk? Like how, how do you take me through that process? Uh, we typically, I think it's pretty easy. Uh, we're, we're pretty open. You know, we have, um, you know, we just kind of throw out our schedules like, hey, what days can you do this next week? And if yeah. you can't, you can't. Um, but we've recorded, um, we usually just do one episode each time, but sometimes those one episodes become two parters because we just be get so passionate about what we're talking about and we want to keep it to around 45 minutes, 50 minutes, you know, at the max. Uh, so sometimes we'll, you know, RJ will have to go in there and edit and split it into two episodes, um, which is great. That saves us another week. So if we don't end up recording for another week, that's okay. Um, so we try to stick to that one a week. But if we miss one, it's okay. We have enough content to kind of backfill it. Love it. Yeah, uh, we we find it easy to do it at night because the kids are in bed by then. So yeah. we usually get together about eight thirty or after. Um, I, I um, do this. We also do music together too. So some nights we're trying to pass, you know, music back and forth, beats and lyrics and things like that. So. Um, like he said, we just we get together kind of in the beginning of the week and say what works for this week. Like we've already got next Wednesday. Um, we have a, a third guest. We always try to bring a third guest on because tournament brackets don't usually work with just two of us. Um, so we'll bring a third guy on to kind of be our our, our middleman. Um, so we've already booked for next Wednesday um, to to do our next episode. All right. So how did you guys come up with the tournament idea? Because that's such it's such it's such a great idea that I honestly don't think is utilized enough unless there's like an actual tournament going on like you know march madness there's definitely going to be podcasts all about that particular tournament to come up with that actual idea for an entire show like whose whose idea was that 
Um, I, I wish I could say it was completely original. Um, I, I was listening to the New Days podcast mm. uh, in wrestling, and they do a tournament every once in a while. Um, it, that's not their 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 format, but uh, every once in a while they did like a top action movies tournament, um, which is the last one I listened to, and I just loved the back and forth and I followed along with the tournament and I was like thinking up my own answers to it. And so when Andy and I started talking about doing a podcast, we had no idea what kind of format we wanted. And I mentioned, you know, Hey, what happens if we do something like this where we come up with a, a random topic? We both of us come up with the brackets as far as in uh, the participants in the bracket. And then we randomize it completely. So we'll, we, it, we're not putting this against this. We're literally putting all 32 or all 16 things into it and then randomizing it so that when we finally see it for the first time, it's a complete surprise that this person is going against this person. Mm. Um, so it kind of brings up a little bit more spontaneity. Um, and it kind of makes it so that the answers would be different depending on how we randomized it. The winner of it this time around might not be the winner if we had randomized it differently. And you can go back and do it again. We could, yeah. 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 That's fascinating. Because, yeah, I'll, may I make a suggestion? You guys got to do a Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Because every part, every wrestling mm. podcast has one. Uh, we we finally, finally did one this year um, between the three of us. And it was a four-parter. We did it. Because what we, how actually we did it, my, my main host, Ricky, he had the idea of doing it bracket style, tournament style. So there was the Will, there was the Will bracket, there was the Ricky bracket, there was the Kate bracket, and then there was the Dave bracket, who was a former host of ours. And we risked, ranked them one to sixteen, and then we kind of went up against each other. So that's, oh, I I that's love it. So you guys, you guys can totally take that idea. Do please do a Mount Rush much much more wrestling, because for that final bracket, it was John Cena versus Chris Jericho, and I lost, and just Chris Jericho slid right in there. Wow. So Jericho beat out Cena. If if Jericho didn't have his run in AEW, it would have been John Cena. But Chris Jericho's had his run in AEW, so nice. That's that's just that is what it is. So all right, you I guys do you guys that. do a tournament. You're both fathers. I covered the name. I covered. So who is who is your target audience? <laughs> Other dads, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we see the Spotify. Um, you know age brackets and it's basically our age um and i kind of expected that you know that's most of our our friend group um you know that's going to be listening in and they're friends of friends so um and, and it's just i don't know if it's um our point of view you know but i guess that would be you know uh, really it could be anybody like a, a fan of whatever we're talking about that's why we we cover so many things like we covered you know we got the wrestling audience um, but we also have all these other avenues, TV, music. So we kind of just, you know, we didn't want to stick to one lane. Let's, let's try yeah. to branch out and, um, you know, hopefully that, that plays, um, to the numbers someday. You know, we've <laughs> noticed that, uh, the audience is different per episode because, you know, I have friends, most of our friends don't watch wrestling. So that's why I wasn't too into doing a 100% wrestling podcast. Cause Andy and I are the only ones left that I know of that watch wrestling in, in our world. Um, so I, I wanted to do it cause that's what I'm most passionate about. Um, but I knew we weren't going to get our friends to listen to a fully wrestling podcast. So we started doing movies and music and I have friends that are like, Oh, I just watched your nineties TV show one. It was awesome. And then they skipped the next two cause it was wrestling and yeah. <laughs> you know, nineties comedies or whatever it might be. So it's kind of cool that people can kind of hop in and out and, and not have to watch every one of them. 
All right. So like what what are you what are your goals for this podcast? Like six months from now, uh, or even a year from now, when you got a year under your belt, where do you want this to go? Now you guys are clearly in it for the passion. You always said you don't really you know, it's not really a business opportunity, but money, obviously money is nice. Would you guys ever think of like making more content or starting a Patreon if things really take off? Like do you guys have a strong social media presence? Like what's what's the plan? What's the future for the You Dad Me at Hello podcast? Hmm. Have we discussed that? <laughs> no, no, we haven't. I, so I think we're what's, willing. What's to, your thoughts? We're willing to do whatever kind of works for us. I think at this rate, we're building our audience still. Um, our, our next step, I know what we have talked about. Our next step is going to be to bring in some interviews. Yeah. Um, so we had we still are always going to do that tournament bracket style, I think. But every once in a while, we'd like to do some some um, interviews with people. So we already have an interview lined up, hopefully in December. Uh, with a uh, local wrestler uh, friend of ours who um, w- wrestles in Rhode Island. And then on top of that, um, had wrestled a bunch of ex-WWE guys uh, because it, one of the places he had wrestled for was for a feeder for WWE. So um, uh, just bring in some people that are wrestling related or even movie related, which would be awesome. But we um, right now we're just sticking to the tournaments and the guests uh, to co-host with us, but in the future, we definitely are going to move into interviews. Yeah, Bef- before Evolve had to close its doors, um, they would put out feelers and say, "We jumped specifically for podcasts." Like, hey, we want you guys to interview our, our 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 talent. So, like, we it was amazing. We got to interview Eddie Kingston. We got to interview uh, Anthony Anthony Green, the guy with the mustache, the Fanny Pack. Yeah. Um, him, he's now on NXT. Uh, we got to interview um, Josh Briggs, who was phenomenal. This is right after he broke his leg too, or he injured his hip, or whatever he did. Oh uh, yeah. So we yeah. we were we were at that show in Queens where he where he injured his hip. We got to interview him afterwards. So that was something special. I, I wish opportunities like that were still around because I would shoot you guys guys email and be like, hey, here's how you can get some interviews specifically for wrestling. But unfortunately, you got to go to other avenues. Um, so I mean, a lot of those guys wrestle for be, you know beyond wrestling, so you might have a, a shot there. That is true. Yeah, we're not too we're not too far from Beyond. So Beyond is in Worcester, uh, most of their shows, uh, and we have XWA here in Rhode Island, which is smaller, uh, smaller scale than Beyond. So but guys, beyond has had most of those guys that you've mentioned. So you guys, are New England boys. We are. We're both from Rhode yeah. Island. Okay. Well, I, you're in Connecticut now, but yeah, I, I moved away from there. Yeah, I, I grew up in uh, South Shore, Massachusetts. I grew up in uh, Braintree, Massachusetts. If you guys are familiar with the uh, like the red line. Yeah, yep. RJ was just mm-hmm. over there uh, shopping at the the plaza. The plaza, yeah, the, it's open. It's good door. to hear. <laughs> That's good to hear. It's yeah. open. Yeah, well, yeah and I work up. I, I used to work up in Norwood and uh, uh, Northborough as well. All right, cool. Yeah. Glad to hear that. All right, so started a podcast recently. What has been the biggest challenge in starting and forming content? Just as the overall experience, what's been the biggest challenge? What, what do you wish was easier? I, I mean, for me is attracting viewers outside of our friend group. Um, it's kind of amazing. Like, you know, you, you have, you know, Facebook friends and you have, you know, your, your family. And, you know, when we first started putting stuff out, people would share things here and there. And then it just kind of like fades away as yeah. much as you can talk about it. Um, you know, just for whatever reason, and I understand like, you're not going to get a hundred percent support from everybody. So um, just trying to figure out what other, you know, social media platforms uh, that we can use, you know, already just started 
our Instagram page. So hopefully that will will get some more uh, attention as well. Uh, so for me, I think that's been a hurdle for us. I think we have the content. Um, you know, like I just said, we're we're getting better each episode. So it's just getting the people to uh, to listen. Yeah, I, I think to go off of what he said, I, I, I think we we're kind of plateauing at this point for what we can do with our friend group. Yeah. Um, so we need to get past that and, and try to find some other avenues to get more listeners. Um, I think with interviewing uh, that could help us a little bit here or there because whoever we're interviewing could help share, um, you know, their own interviews with their friend groups. Yep. Um, that's working on another podcast um, that I do as well. Um, just bringing in the interviews um, and getting people to share when we have co-hosts on, on our own, they share, that they're on our show and that's helped our latest one top 90s uh tv shows with uh another childhood friend of ours bill he ended up sharing on his page and we got some of the most views we've gotten in such a short time uh, on the pretty much the same day it came out so that's always helpful yeah it, it always helps like the the podcast community like when i was i was talking to um someone the other day when he said he was a podcast since 2004 and even in the the origins of podcasting that kind of community help has always been there because I was like, well, how would you get your show out there? And what he said was there was a a Yahoo blog, essentially like a Yahoo Reddit, where he would just they would just put their shows out and like you know there was two hundred people in that group, they all listened to each other's stuff. Then social media erupted, you know that's really how it did it. So the idea of that that the podcast community always helping them out is always is a big relief for me because like when I have someone on my podcast, I know those numbers going to bump up a little bit because it's going to get out there. But you got you guys have a YouTube channel, which is also great for having content because it's just it's just a different way for people to consume it. And you might even be surprised to find that if your YouTube you might your YouTube might get a thousand subscribers before your podcast has a thousand subscribers. Um, yeah, yeah. So how do you guys how do you guys run your YouTube? Do you put the full show out? Do you cut it into clips? A little bit of both here and there. Yeah, um, actually, personally, I don't know if Andy would would say the same, but. Personally, I view the video as as a bit more of my passion than the actual audio only part. Um, I love having it on Spotify because a lot of people listen to us probably in their car. Yep. Um, but the YouTube portion is where I find it to be more fun. Uh, I have a little bit more fun with the editing of the video, putting in kind of funny little quips here and there or editing how it looks. Um, and so the YouTube has been more of my passion of getting getting our word out. Um, we do put the full episodes on YouTube at the same time they come out on Spotify. Um, and then we also cut up uh, a little bit into trailers, usually a funny moment from the the uh, the episode. And we'll put that out a couple of days before to get people interested in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the YouTube videos um, are definitely worth watching because RJ puts so much time into editing and he always throws in something humorous um, or one of, you know, one of us is making a face and you, you can't see that on on Spotify or any of our audio audio only um and i think those are some of the most entertaining points um you know if rj's talking about something that i completely hate and you just see the <laughs> just that depression start to sulk over my face and you know he'll point that out um and I think I'll, that, I'll zoom right into andy's face and just put a little caption that says this is a depressing face right here. yeah or if we screw up something and we we're talking about something that makes no sense you know rj will put a little you know caption here we've pronounce someone's name wrong i'll just you know i'll put that in there like we're we're okay with making fun of each other because that's what we do all the time anyways so 
Yeah, it helps. You guys got that 30 years of chemistry just built into your system. <laughs> so that's definitely always a plus. Um, so can I ask what you guys have coming up down the pipeline? Because now, now I'm asking as a fan, because I'm now a fan of your podcast. So please let it let the people know like what and but well actually by the time this airs, they're all gonna be released anyway. So I guess what have you already released that has not been recorded yet? <laughs> um well we just well tomorrow uh we're releasing part two of our top nineties one hit wonders. Um and then we've also um just filmed our top nineties comedies, uh comedy movies, um, and then top Christmas movies um with his wife Tina. Um, I know down the line, I think this Wednesday we're doing, we're filming, uh, with a friend of ours or his cousin, um, top two thousands rock radio songs. Um, so we'll be going through that. That was a tough one. Top rock radio. We realized that we've got about 70 songs to dwindle down to 32 before we get it on the podcast. Cause that would be forever. Um, so right now we're working on dwindling that down to a top 32 before we record. Um, but, and then down the line, we have an interview hopefully with with that local wrestler. Um, and uh, we want to do some more interviews as well with music and wrestling. So I think that's what we've got down the line. We've got a ton more wrestling content too. So if you're interested in the wrestling side of things, I know we're going to do, um, you know, things like top NXT wrestler currently, mm-hmm. um, probably top NXT match of all time. Um, we'll do some things around WrestleManias as well, uh, especially with WrestleMania season coming up. I'd probably like to do like a top WrestleMania of all time or top WrestleMania match of all mm-hmm. time. Um, and things like that. Uh, we try to make things a little relevant too. We were think toying with the idea of doing uh, as filler episodes or bonus episodes, doing like a review of a uh, uh, pay-per-view that had just come on. Like for instance, War Games is on this weekend. So like coming up together on a Monday and just talking about what had happened the night before and trying to get that out in the same week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to do more bonus episodes too. I had a lot of fun doing the dream card because mm-hmm. it's so different than what we've talked about before and it's something that, I've always thought about. So, well, I'm glad you enjoyed that episode. We don't get a lot of views on that one. Um, and I'm like, man, that was like one of our best. Like, I, I love that one. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> that'll, that'll happen. <laughs> so you guys, like, you guys are big into pop culture and it seems like more geared towards the nineties. Um, now, eventually that well is going to run dry. So how comfortable you guys kind of going out of your comfort zone? Like, okay, this week we're going to do an 80s disco that none of us really know anything about, but we're going to do a full 45 minutes on the legacy of Prince. Like, is that like, <laughs> like, is that something you guys are going to like, eventually you guys are probably going to have to open that door. Like, is there a plan for that? I don't think there's a plan to do a topic that neither of us know anything about, but we're already running into this situation because him and I are so different. Um, you know, I would love to do more on the horror side of, of movies mm-hmm. um, and TV shows, and he doesn't watch any of those. Um, we also find out that like, as we're putting together lists of stuff, all of his stuff is very different than mine. Um, and so, um, it's good because I think it comes together really well, but then it's also hard because we've got to do a lot of research because I'll look at his list and I'll have to listen to all the songs he's got on his list. Cause I've never heard of them. And same with him, uh, with me. So, um, I think after nineties, we'd probably just move up two thousands, 2010s. Um, and then, uh, I think, Andy, we, we just talked about it. He's going to have to do a little research, too, because we're doing a Disney one coming up soon, too, Disney movies. And Andy, um, how do you – you have kids. How do you not know everything about no, Disney? No, <laughs> no. The Disney movies that are current, yes, but there's definitely some 
from like the 90s. I didn't watch Disney movies in the 90s uh, or Pixar. Pixar. Pixar is the one. Yeah. So yeah. we're doing Disney. That's the good one. Pixar is the one I've watched every Pixar movie and he's seen like two. Yeah. They're incredible. <laughs> what? They're, Andy, they're incredible. You got you to gotta, watch, watch Monsters, Inc. Please. I beg you. Oh, I've watched. That's one of the ones I've watched. That, like Toy Story. Then there's some other ones on there. I'm like, I have no damn clue what this is well um, his kid's younger than mine so we're, yeah. we're i'm a little bit ahead on the movie game as far as in you know like maturity level he, he'll get there but <laughs> not in the next month or two no someday all right all right so who is like your podcast like so do, do you guys listen to other podcasts like who do you draw inspiration from i know for me um when I used to travel to work all the time, um, I would listen to podcasts uh, to and from, you know, very, very long hours on the road. Uh, Colt Cabana was probably the pioneer of wrestling podcasts. And I love listening to his shows because they weren't typical podcasts. It was very much conversation with people. It wasn't, here's a list of questions and we're going to go through the same thing. Um, so I always enjoyed his stuff um, and Taz as well. Um, when he had uh, Mike Tenay on the show and they would do their episodes of like their top 10. Um, I always found those very interesting and it's kind of plays in a little bit with our tournament as well. So I kind of keep that in the back of my mind, like um, you know, how they kind of formatted those episodes as well. So for me, um, I, I totally lost track of what the heck I was saying. Sometimes you, you have to, you have to go off track to get back on track. <laughs> But no, those are the those are the podcasts that I listen to all the time. Jericho too, but he kind of fizzled out for me. Uh, yeah, he he fizzled out for me in college. Stone Cold fizzled out for me in college. There's too many ads. Personally, it was just too many ads, and I was like, okay, I have other avenues, other things I can listen to. That's also a glorious mm -hmm. thing. Like, there's always something out there for everybody. Um, well, I liked how Jericho would go into his ads because they would be very unexpected. He would just be talking about whatever you're talking about, just slip it in there. That, that sounded wrong. But he would just slip that ad in there and, uh, you know. It, it, like, it would why be, are you talking it, about Blue Chew now? It, it would be very creative. <laughs> like Coming from an RJ, you'll know this. Coming from like an editing perspective, you're just like, oh, okay, now it's an ad because like the, the, the complete audio just completely shifted. Um, but yeah, I mean, he is he was like one of the big podcasters – Again, specifically for wrestling, you know, wrestling podcasting did start mainly from the Stone Cold podcast. Um, and then now even more started from Bruce Pritchard's podcast, or Conrad Thompson's eight podcasts. Yeah. Um, That's where I got my start in podcasts listening uh, was something to wrestle with uh, Bruce Pritchard. Um, I've, I've listened to countless numbers of those. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also so wrestling wise, there's that uh, Grilling JR the New Day's podcast, Jericho's podcast. Um, even the WWE ones are, are not too bad. New Day, After the Bell with Corey Graves is actually pretty good. Um, AEW Unrestricted is awesome. Um, and then even that new one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, a, I'm not ashamed to say it, Uncool with Alexa Bliss is actually a really cool podcast as well. Um, and then outside of wrestling, I was doing uh, one called the Bad Christian Podcast uh, with one of my favorite bands of all time, Emery, um, and The Daily Show uh, ears edition with Trevor Noah. All right. So last question, favorite and least favorite topic to talk about on the show, RJ. Oh, um, I mean, favorite for me is, is 
I mean, I like them all. I mean, that's why we're doing them, I guess. Um, there hasn't been a one that I, actually, let me take that back. So far, the only episode that I w- had little interest in after I realized that the, the movies in it were the 90s comedies. <laughs> um, I hadn't realized that I, I like 2000s comedies better um, until 90s comedies. We were in it. Um, so that one I had the least interest in so far that we've done. But even that I liked it. I mean, all of the episodes we've done so far, I have an interest in doing. Uh, I would love to do more wrestling if mm. we could find the audience for it. Um, again, our friends group is not the audience for the wrestling side of it. Um, but I think him and I could talk forever on, on <laughs> wrestling, um, just because we have totally different opinions on a lot of things. Um, and we watched in different eras. Uh, when I quit wrestling, he was super into it. Um, so, uh, it's, uh, and he watched a lot of the indie stuff long before I did, uh, ring of honor and, and all of that. So he, he, he bring me names. And I would get into them after him, um, long after he, he had discovered them. So, yeah, I I agree with you on the least favorite episode, and it's because of RJ's disinterest in the episode. I literally said after I was like, "You couldn't care less what I'm saying right now," <laughs> but I, I think they'll add some funny moments, um, at least to the YouTube video. Uh, my favorite episodes so far have been the ones where we've had guests because I think that third person just brings a different element. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, RJ and I can go back and forth forever, but to have that third person that come in um, either to like tag team against the second, the other person um, or just to bring a different set of ideas. Um, I thought the episode with, with Bill on the nineties, one hit wonders was really well put together. Um, and of course I got to say, you know, the episode that we just did with my wife, um, holds a special place in my heart because um, she's super passionate about Christmas movies and there was no way I was getting out of not having her on the podcast to talk about them. All right. I love it. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. I was very happy to have both of you. Please tell everyone listening where they can find your podcast, your socials, any plugs you want. The floor is yours. Yeah, you can find us at uh, on Spotify at you dad me at hello. Uh, you can find us on YouTube as well. Uh, you dad me at hello. Uh, we just got um, an Instagram account set up, uh, Instagram.com slash you dad me at hello. Um, and we're also on Facebook. Um, so all four of those avenues and anywhere else you can get your audio uh, podcast through Anchor. Um, we're at anchor.fm slash you dad me at hello. Uh, and also our music. Um, so both of us have music on uh, YouTube and Spotify. You can search for RJ Gunn, which is my name, or uh, VRAP. V is in Victor VRAP. I That's not his name, Victor Rap. I keep waiting and ask this. Do you, you, do you guys you use your own music for your for your shows then for like music beds? Yes, yeah. the intro was done by Andy. Oh, fantastic! I gotta yeah, keep. Yeah, I got find. So I need music. I know who to call. Because <laughs> yeah. if I, I'm gonna we're gonna need music for podcasts sooner rather than later. <laughs> but guys, again, I got thank, plenty of background stuff. All right, amazing guys. Thank you again so much. The you dad me at hello podcast. Check them out. They're phenomenal. Thank you guys. This has been the ambiguous thank podcast you. solution. If you want to check out more of us, go to ambiguous podcast solutions.com with this podcast and all of our other podcasts live. I'm the host by myself, Nash Moore, or all of our other people on our website. Um, and yeah, that wraps it up. We'll see you next time with a new guest and possibly a new host. You take it easy.